Welcome to the Learning Scientist Podcast, a podcast for teachers, students, and parents about evidence-based practice and learning. Hi, I'm Dr. Megan Samaraki from Rhode Island College. And I'm Dr. Cindy Niebel from Vanderbilt University. I'm Dr. Carolina Kupertetzel uh, from the University of Glasgow. And I'm Dr. Althea Kaminsky from the IU School of Medicine. We are all together, not physically together, but together on the internet as we, as we are so often these days, to talk about our newest book, called Ace That Test, A Student's Guide to Learning Better. We are super excited about this book full of all kinds of things that we think are really are really great. We are biased, of course, because we wrote it. But we we're just we're so excited. It's called Ace That Test in part because it's catchy and it matches our um, some of our social media profiles that that were created somewhat organically. But um, it's more than just about acing the test. We know that students are really interested and are are really driven to do well on assessments. But this book is about more than just that. We want to help students earn good grades, good scores, good marks, but we also really want to help them learn and retain and be able to apply the information in the long run. And so this book is about a really just about students learning better in a durable meaningful way. So we have the book um, split up into three different parts. And the first part of the book is really about, you know, why we're writing this, why evidence-based practices are really important, um, and a little bit about kind of how you know which um, things are evidence-based. And then um, the second part of the book is really about getting ready to learn. So we talk a lot about the difference between homework and studying and preparing your body and your environment um, so that you are best prepared for learning once you actually sit down to study. And then the last part of the book is all about those really effective strategies for learning. And so we have lots of strategies in there. We talk about note-taking and retrieval and interleaving and just all kinds of different strategies that um, you have probably come to know and love from our website anyway. Um, and then we kind of end the, the book by talking a little bit about self-efficacy and the importance of believing in yourself. So we really like the way that this came together. We really feel like um, a lot of the, the really important important things that we wanted to share with students made it into the book. So while writing the book, we always had students in mind. And I think one particular strength of our book is that we put in a lot of effort to be inclusive in the language we use, the images we provide, and the people we feature in the book. We wanted to make sure that everyone feels represented when reading the book. People from different ethnicities, cultural backgrounds, different gender identities and disabilities. So our aim was to make sure to have the many beautiful facets of humans integrated in the book. We also asked different people for help and feedback whenever we were unsure about how to phrase something in the book. And in order to really phrase it in the most inclusive way, we wanted to get this right. And so that learners across the globe can identify with the book and make it theirs. So we wrote this book primarily for students, um, for high school or college age students, um, or really anybody who's interested in learning. And we really wanted this to be a 
more of a guidebook for how to implement effective strategies in your learning rather than a textbook. So with that in mind, uh, we didn't want this to be a book that people would necessarily read from beginning to end. We want it to be something where people could jump around to the topic that would be most useful for them. And so each chapter is structured to give you first an overview of the study strategy or the thing that's important about learning. What is this thing, the evidence behind it, And then how do I use this? So what would this actually look like when you're studying and when you're learning? How do you actually apply these principles? And then after that, we have an in-action section for you to apply what you know a little bit to ask yourself some questions about a few different scenarios to make sure that you're understanding the concepts that were presented. And then some chapter takeaways at the end to really reinforce the main ideas throughout each chapter. So that way it's easy for you to go in find what you need to know and learn about it without necessarily having to read the book from beginning to end like some big textbook. To give you an idea of what this actually looks like, um, there's there's two things. One is that on our website, you can find a sample chapter. It's actually chapter one. Um, and we'll we'll link in the show notes, but you can also just go to our um, our blog. There's a digest that came out on June 1st, or we'll link to it in the book section of our website. You can download chapter one and take a look at the images, read through the chapter. This chapter basically explains what the book is all about. And so you'll get kind of what we just said, but in a bit more of a, a polished way, um, a, a little bit of a deeper dive and explanation. Another thing um, that that you can do is keep listening. And what I'll do right now, actually, is just read through one of the inaction sections. So almost like a little bit of an audiobook to give you a sense. So I've picked one from the retrieval chapter. One um, fun little thing about this book that that we really enjoyed is that we we have a bunch of characters in the book, and we tried to make those characters represent as many different types of people as possible, as Carolina mentioned. Um, but one thing that was really kind of fun for us is that we put characters that represent our children in the books. Not really what they're doing. Our our, our kids are pretty small, um, but just sort of, you know, what we think they might look like when they're older, just having our, our kids in it. So um, this one is fun because this one is is for, uh, represents my son, Spencer, and Althea's son, um, Calvin. So the inaction from the retrieval chapter, Spencer and Calvin are taking introduction to psychology together. They have started meeting every Thursday afternoon to study together. First, they go through their notes and see which concepts they are really struggling with. Then they ask one another questions. For example, Calvin might say to Spencer, I'm really having trouble understanding how neurons communicate. Can you explain how it works? Spencer then tries to explain how neurons communicate in the nervous system using his own words and from his memory. Just to make sure, they then check their notes for accuracy. Then Spencer might ask a question like, can you come up with an example of a true experiment? And Calvin comes up with his own example, explaining why it is a good example of the concept And the two then check their notes for accuracy. So this is just a description of an example of one way that students might use retrieval or bringing information to mind while studying. And it's different from the standard taking a practice quiz because they're talking with one another and using retrieval practice or bringing information to mind 
in a in an active way in sort of a study group. We then actually have questions that go along with all of the inaction sections, ways for um, the students using this guidebook to to test themselves, to see if they are understanding the concepts and to get more practice. Teachers or instructors can also use these questions to as practice with their students. Um, so the questions are, what part of Spencer and Calvin's study sessions involves retrieval practice? I think one thing when writing those scenarios for the inaction point was to think about what are authentic examples that we can use that, on the one hand, explains a bit more the concept of that specific chapter, but on the other hand, that really represents behavior in the classroom um, of students. And so we use probably different sources of of our own knowledge for this, our experiences as being teachers in uh, higher education. But also we try to project ourselves back when we were students. And and probably a third source was to talk to our students and to listen to them and to see that those examples really make sense. And so I think we made quite a big deal of making sure those examples are useful but again, that students can see themselves and see how they connect with the content of the of the chapter. The other really um, fun thing, it's in the inaction sections, but it's also throughout the book, are just these really incredible visuals. Um, so I want to give a shout out to our illustrator, Karina Tiller. She's actually my cousin, um, but she does an amazing job. And the, the illustrations throughout the book are just beautiful. And um, we couldn't be happier with that. So it's just a really pretty book if you want to check it out. We also have um, an accompanying website. And so at the end of each chapter, there's actually a QR code that takes you to the website. And on the website, we basically just have extra resources um, for each of the chapters. We've got answers to those inaction sections um, so that people can check their answers there. But it's a nice place where we'll be able to occasionally update things if we've got new resources coming out. Or, or that kind of thing that we'll be able to do that with that website. And one cool thing is that one of the the links should link to everything in our website tagged as this particular um, tag within the blog. So that will continuously update. Um, but then we have some targeted posts that we put. So you can you can click and it'll push you to um, the website where it, it will just show you everything that we've tagged within the blog under retrieval practice or concrete examples or spacing. And so that will continuously update. Of course, a person could go on our blog and and click on that um, on their own as well. But this is just a way to continue to update. But then we also have identified posts and other resources that we think are particularly useful Um, especially for students, because the website has a lot of information on it at this point. And I think that that's wonderful, but it also can be overwhelming and difficult for students to to navigate and digest. And so this is a way to give them a, a package where they can jump around, but it's all just sort of in one spot. And then if they want more, they can go. Um, they can go to the website. Can we just talk for a second about how much fun it was to write this book? Yes, so much fun. <laughs> I, my yes. colleagues at Rhode Island College are like, wait. So you you've got this team of four people, and and you're all writing, and and that that's the end of it. Like everything's fine. Everything you just, you're just enjoying it and working together well. And I'm like, yes, yes, yes. 
Yeah, no. So, I mean, we had we had a system um, where we, you know, we kind of teamed up on each chapter and then had Mm -hmm. other folks revising. But it just was like seamless. It was it was easy, if you will. Um, I mean, I I wouldn't say it's like easy, easy. (laughs) but at least (laughs) but certainly like I I don't want to ever write anything by myself ever again. Um, (laughs) I I don't understand how people sing author things. Like it's, it's so much nicer to be able to like it so much easier to workshop ideas, to run it by people. Um, I think we're also really great about, um, sort of like tagging in and tagging out, right? Like, Hey, I've got just really great at communication, right? Like I've got a lot going on this week. Here's what I've got so far. And someone else can pick it up and run with it, it with the complete trust that, you know, next week when I've got a lot going on and I'm not following, you know, I'm not following through with the things I'd like to, right. Someone else will be able to pick it up for me. So I think it was just, yeah, a really great experience. Yeah. I Sydney, you say easy, but I, I it wasn't actually. So, I mean, I, I was pregnant throughout this entire process. And then before the book was submitted, had my child prematurely and she was small and had some medical things. And I I think my mother-in-law was in town and I helped you guys submitted it. And then my mother-in-law was in town and I helped edit that final bit while I was like pumping and trying to avoid a screaming like it wasn't actually easy but it felt easy and that is a testament to to um to this team and and you lovely ladies yeah I think so too I mean I think it really comes back to what you said Megan of just there was just no conflict right and you almost expect there to be conflict when you're going to be writing a book right with this Mm -hmm. many people like surely there's going to be conflict but it just, yeah, it's a testament to what a great team we have. Yeah. I think it's also the understanding um, that we have quite similar work philosophies. You know, we we stick to deadlines. Um, if we can't make a deadline, we communicate in advance. And we also, you know, support each other, as uh, Megan just said, and Cindy and also Alcia, um, it's it's given giving and taking it's like okay i can't make that deadline because of these things that i'm going that's that are going on and then someone else would like come in and say i can do this right now i have no problem with doing this and then someone else again would go in the next time and it was it was kind of a very balanced approach a very understanding approach and i felt throughout the entire process very supportive throughout um and i think that's something that um is very often, you know, either taken for granted or not not actually there. And so I think that is part why we were able to submit this, not by the deadline, before the deadline, <laughs> because we worked so hard and, uh, and really uh, made sure that everyone stayed healthy in that process. And I think that's something that um, that's really important to mention. Yeah, I think just over the last, what is it at this point? Six years? Seven? Time has no meaning. Seven seven. Years? Time has no meaning. <laughs> over the last seven years, we've just developed a really good collegial relationship and, and strong friendships and mm-hmm. mutual respect, as well as, um, you know, sharing values. And that has really served us. And so I... I can't wait to write. Well, Thea and I are, are writing a book, an, another book, because we, I don't, I don't know. And and I think Cindy's got a project. We, we all have projects, but I can't wait until the four of us can come together and, and write another book. Maybe we, 
we've talked about other editions of, of ACE That Test for, for other groups of, mm-hmm. of students, um, other just to sort of tailor it a little bit, um, maybe some some adult learners that are in different circumstances, you know, other than just the traditional college student, maybe some younger, younger people. Um, I don't know, there's all there's a lot of possibilities. Mm -hmm. Um, We're, and we're super excited. I, and to kind of bring it full circle, I think that's part of the reason we decided on keeping ACE that test in the title, because that can be sort of a nice through line. And then we can adjust that, um, that subtitle as necessary. Although I still sometimes I'm like, oh gosh, are we gonna get are we gonna get dinged for talking about you know acing a test and and that's always the fear. Um, but you know most I, I think people who have been following us for a while know that that's not that's not what we're about. But mm-hmm. but that is what right. students sometimes are about. And so I mean it is what it that's, is. That's how we hook them. The people who just who just want to ace that test then are fooled <laughs> into actually learning better. <laughs> Got them. <laughs> Yeah, totally. <laughs> so the book is coming out this month in July, and you can you can order it from all the places that you would normally order books. We would love for you to go to our website, learningscientists.org and click on books. And from there, you'll, you'll see all of the things that, um, that we have written. Um, but ACE that test is, is prominently featured. And if you click on the Routledge link from our website and use the code learning scientists, you can get 20% off on your order of our book, as well as the other Routledge books that are, that are there. Um, and so we would encourage you to go there. But of course, you know, you can also order it wherever your local, your, your local Barnes and Noble, I think will have it. Um, I know Amazon has it. And so, yeah, please, please buy our book. (laughs) (laughs) This episode is funded by listeners like you. To support our work and gain access to exclusive content, visit our Patreon page at www.patreon.com slash learning scientists.